Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, students of economics will know all about stagflation. That's a period of stagnant growth, but with moderate or high inflation. Many thought it was consigned to the history books. Not so, according to the OECD, which says the Russian invasion of Ukraine has changed the outlook dramatically for the global economy. It thinks Irish GDP will grow by 2.8% next year, but slashed UK growth to zero the lowest in the G7. Joining me now live from Paris is a senior economist at the OECD, Dr. David Hall. Good morning, David. Good morning, Joe. You've slashed your forecast for global growth from 4.5% to 3% for this year. It sounds like a pretty big wake-up call for the world. Yes, it's a big shock, the war in, in the Ukraine. Uh, it's uh, pushing down uh, growth and it's pushing up inflation. Uh, it's having an effect via energy prices, food prices, uh, and it's really hitting people hard uh, in terms of their purchasing power. Do you worry more about inflation or the fact that there, is, there are bottlenecks in the system uh, caused by the, kind of the post-pandemic recovery? And when I say inflation, I mean the inflation caused by the war. Uh, I guess we're more worried about the inflation caused by the war because it's more directly uh, hitting people uh, in things that they purchase a lot. So in fuel and food, uh, these are things that uh, households, particularly on lower incomes, spend more of their income on. And so it's hitting people that are more vulnerable. Uh, so I guess that's our higher concern, of course, for the world economy and uh, manufacturing output, these uh, continuing supply bottlenecks are a problem um, and they've worsened and that's particularly uh, due to the zero COVID policy in China uh, which is continuing Uh, but our main concern is about energy and food prices uh, coming from the war in Ukraine. You said that inflation will remain elevated at 9% for all OECD members and at 7% here in the Eurozone. Are you assuming that there will be or won't be some sort of wage price spiral? Uh, We're not assuming a wage price spiral. Uh, We think that uh, with, uh, but it requires uh, good negotiation between uh, firms and uh, and unions and labour to share the the burden of inflation. So firms are going to have to, unfortunately, take uh, smaller margins and smaller profits and uh, while we need to protect the people on the lowest incomes, uh, we probably are all going to have to take, uh, or a lot of us are going to have to take, a bit of a real wage cut. Now, that's the reality of much higher uh, fuel and, and food prices. Which is very difficult, of course, politically to sell to your electorate, David, as you know. What works in terms of countering soaring inflation? Ireland has announced a series of measures which the OECD said might not go far enough. Well, there's a number of, I think, you know, there's a number of things that need to be done. Uh, You know, first and and foremost is to uh, provide support uh, to the most vulnerable so that they can uh, continue to, uh, you know, have a decent standard of living. Um, And so that means targeted income support to those people. Uh, Beyond that, obviously, the central bank uh, has to weigh up the data as it's coming in, especially when in economies where, There's strong demand, uh, like the United States. Uh, There is a case for raising interest rates, and and the Fed will probably continue to do that. 
Uh, and so uh, that's part of the mix as well. And then there's dealing with those supply bottlenecks. Um, it's about improving logistics, finding new suppliers. All these things take time. Finding new uh, sources of energy, both renewables and uh, new, uh, new suppliers for, for gas and, and oil. Uh, but those things take time. Yes, all of those things take time. And, of course, consumers are hit straight away with their spending power with inflation. Uh, finally, um, Ireland is not your focus, but you have lived here. Um, what, what's your impression about the strength or otherwise of the economy? I know it's not your focus, but you, you, you do know the place. So I, I haven't lived in Ireland, but I did three economic surveys of Ireland from 2010 to 2015. I think, uh, relatively speaking, Ireland's doing very, very well. Um, when you look at our numbers, uh, you know, the, there's a very strong underlying strength in the Irish economy coming from, uh, you know, its specialisation in these uh, multinational-led sectors, uh, pharmaceuticals, medical equipment, uh, and so forth. Uh, so I think, you know, it's a... It's a, tick, a tricky balancing act, and uh, you know there's, there's strong inflationary pressures inside the economy, particularly in your housing market, and I think that that's something that you know needs to continue to be a priority uh, in Ireland, dealing with that. Uh, but relative to other economies in the eurozone or even uh, worldwide, Ireland's are, are doing very well. I mean, for some, and that's not to say that some people are not having a difficult time and they don't need support. But as a, in total, the economy is doing very well, uh, relatively speaking. Well, well, let's end on that positive note. Thank you very much. That's David Hall there from the OECD. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.